3: Well, on the bench, coast to coast in the biggest way possible, hanging out a bad seat, a broken date, a bad apple with a bad attitude, hanging around a bunch of bad, bad bad tape, bad law, bad dude, bad rep, bad attitude, bad vibes. We are live in the Magic City Studios in the Ferrella Palace, right across the river into the woods from where Granny loves a little dog's waltz in the afternoon in New York City, the Big Apple. People dressed in plastic bags, ready to bread is driving, some kind of fashion, shake it up, shidoob. All my vinegar come around, fight the fight a party up, rats on the west side, bedbugs uptown with a mess of tatters and tatters. My brain splattered all over Manhattan, be, shake out who? Oh, woo, woo. I think I might have caught something from Keith, shidoobie, a uh, Yeah, ya. Yeah. Oh, woo, woo. It's on the right road, but I like it, like it. Yes, I do, but I like it. All right, uh, Carver Hire and I are going to be raging. We got a birthday roll call first. On a midweek, where do you hurt Wednesday? Quinn Cook, 29 today, and Kyrie Irving, 30, playing on Beale Street on his birthday. He might go off. Gordon Hayward, 32. Dylan Batanzas, 34. Mo Jones-Drew, 37. Brandon Marshall, 38. Mark Burley, 43. Jason Kidd, the Hall of Famer, 49. He's on the ninth toll. Gino Ariyama, 68. And Ron Jaworski, 71 happy birthday yeah yeah all right the big deal that everybody's talking about it tyreek hill goes shockingly to the miami dolphins for first and second fourth rounders in this year's draft and then fourth and sixth in next year's draft hill gets four years 120 million 72 million guaranteed right out of the gates from Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins. They are now shooting up the odds boards uh, in the AFC, and they're loaded at receiver uh, up and down. Uh, I am telling you, their depth at receiver is sitting. We'll find out now if Tua Tagovailoa can finally perform at the highest level because he's got all the tools now. No more excuses for Tua. Uh, That's the bottom line. The Dolphins also signed Tehran. Armstead to a five-year, $75 million deal. Ross just spending buckets of money. We got Matt Ryan on the show today. Devontae Adams as well talking about being a Raider. Cowboys have had no momentum with Bobby Wagner talks at this point. OBJ willing to go back to the Browns. Do you think that's really going to happen? Panthers restructure. McCaffrey's contract to clear space. The Steelers would be interested in Baker Mayfield, but only if the Browns Cut him. Pete Carroll says DK Metcalf extension is a priority. We'll talk to Coach Young in this hour about NBA rack. You can count on that. Plus, uh, baseball brings back the ghost runner in extra innings uh, on second base. You know what I'm talking about. And they implement the Otani rule, which will allow him to stay at DH in the game even after he gets removed as a pitcher. The Mets avoid arbitration with Alonzo, one-year $7.5 million deal. Jays, same thing with Guerrero Jr., one-year $7.9 million. Dodgers, Trey Turner, one-year $21 million. Nats, Juan Soto, one-year $17.1 million. Red Sox, Devers, one-year $11 million. Yankees and Judge will go to arbitration. And we've got your win totals released. Carver High already getting a sheet of integrity ready for win totals in Major League Baseball. We got Thursday Sweet 16 games to talk about. We'll break it all down. Jay Wright 14-0 against teams seeded 11 or lower in his career. And Friday's Sweet 16 games, we'll break those down as well. Doug Eddard gets a fat Buffalo Wild Wings deal, NIL style. Odds to win the national title. We got it for you. Most outstanding player as well. Top five March Madness games bring in 45 million viewers. We got games tonight at CBI, NIT, you name it, basketball classic. There is LID tonight. Plenty of pro and college. Mike DiCorsi of the Sporting News will join us to break down the regionals. Looking forward to talking to DeCourcy. The Devils smoked the Rangers last night at the Rocks. 7-4, 11 goals in that game. I almost fell over. The Penguins beat Columbus 5-1. Brian Russ giving the Penguins the early lead. We've got that for you. All the other games in the NHL. Odds to win the East. Odds to win the West. Tonight's games will break it all down. Penguins in action again tonight in shabba ba ba Yeah. Toronto and New Jersey. Can the Devils do it again? We welcome all of our radio affiliates to Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Good to have you with us. I'm Scotty Farrell. We'll do today in sports history as well. Today, we got a bunch of great things that have happened on this very day throughout history. Plus, the Magic beat the Warriors 94-90 the Warriors suddenly on the hairdryer list. I mean, it's unbelievable. They can't beat anybody anymore. I thought they were so vaunted. I thought they were so going to the finals. I thought that with Clay Thompson and Dre and Curry, they were gonna win a bunch of championships now again. I guess not. They can't beat the Magic. I don't care if Curry didn't play, they gotta win that game. Uh, we got everything for you. Steve Kerr talking about uh, the lineup without uh, Steph, We've got uh, everything. We're going to talk more about uh, the Nets. Their big game tonight in Memphis. You name it. Uh, the Bulls have gone two and eighteen against the top eight teams in the NBA. We got Mike Malone on the show today. Ty Lue on the show today. We'll break down tonight's games, Charlotte. Uh, you got other good ones as well. Uh, the Celtics' little home uh, game tonight. Looking forward to that. Uh, and John Morant out tonight, by the way, in that game in Memphis. We'll break all that down for you. Plus. Match play, update, we've got that. Rafa's gonna miss six weeks with an injury. Adam Kaplan, our NFL insider on the Hill deal and all the free agent movement in the NFL, you get it all on Toast to Coast, You'll come with us All right, Carver. Hi. So every uh, day it seems like uh, there's a big move in the NFL, and whoever makes the move suddenly uh, skyrockets to the Super Bowl favorite standing. Uh, It happened with Russell Wilson, and then it happened with Devontae Adams, uh, and then it happened today with Tyreek Hill and the Dolphins. I I will not deny that their receiver depth is outstanding now. I think they have all kinds of studs, Waddle and Parker and uh, the bottom line is uh, Fuller, and then you know you put at the top of the class, Tyreek Hill now. So uh, they are lethal in that department, and we'll find out how much of a badass that quarterback is now. Uh,
5: that is going to be the question, Scotty, because they have put it all on his plate now after this trade today. Of course, they get Tyreek Hill from the Chiefs, a first, second, and fourth rounder. In this year's draft, Scotty, and a fourth and a sixth rounder in next year's draft. So five picks overall go to Kansas City in this deal. Hill gets four years, $120 million from Miami. $72 million of that will be guaranteed. You're right about this. He's got all the tools now. He's got Hill. He's got Waddle. He's got the tight end in Gasecki. They just gave the tackle, Terran Armstead, five years, $75 million. And they've got the offensive guru nerd coach who they just brought over from the Niners. It's all on Tua now this year, Scotty, to go and make this happen because he has all the pieces.
3: Well, I mean, uh, I'll say this much. Uh, They definitely have all of that. And then they also have now absolutely no draft picks for the next five years. So, uh, I know it's two years, but that's, I mean, every draft pick they have. They gave up every single draft pick, so...
5: I mean, well, surprise! Uh, the only know, thing they uh, kept was the yeah. two first rounders next year. They have two first rounders in next year's draft. They were somehow able to keep those. But you're right. Other than those two picks, they've given away everything else.
3: I mean, are you really gonna put the Miami Dolphins at the heap of the top of the class in the no. AFC over uh, the Bills over no. the Chiefs now? I don't know what the hell they were thinking, letting this guy go, because uh, they had a very special connection, Mahomes and and Hill. I think he can find that with anyone. I I think Derek Carr had a collegiate connection with Adams. I think Tua will find it increasingly satisfying when he sees this guy, uh, the fastest player in the NFL, uh, has got 10 to 15 yards on every corner that he uh, goes up against. He just roasts people. And then all Tagovailoa has to do is throw him the ball. I think Tagovailoa is better than people think he is. I I think that he had uh, fairly limited options up until this point. He threw basically uh, to two receivers and Gusecki, and that was it. And and that was all they had. They didn't have a running game. I don't want to hear it. Uh, And they really haven't had a defense. I don't want to hear it. And they didn't have an offensive line. I don't want to hear it. So I'm not putting the dolphins at the top of anything because they got this no. guy. I think it helps them tremendously. We'll see if they can put it all together. Uh, There's too many teams that are good. I mean, the Bengals are people forgetting that they just went to the Super Bowl? and, uh, you know, are you forgetting that Deshaun Watson's playing for the Cleveland Browns now he's better than to attack of a in his sleep, he's better than him in a courtroom, uh, with his pants on and dress shoes. Uh, and it doesn't stop there. Denver, the Raiders, uh, Herbert. There's so many good teams in the AFC. You cannot sell me the Miami Dolphins on the 23rd of March. You just can't do it.
5: No, you can't. And, and honestly, the odds boards aren't selling it either, Scotty. They're still 10th in the AFC. I mean, they didn't even jump Indianapolis. They, in the they didn't. They didn't jump Tennessee. They didn't jump any of these teams. They're still sitting behind all of them at 22 to one to win the conference. So I think this is more, how does this affect Kansas City? We know Miami will be a little better. Tua still has to prove something. He's got weapons now. But you're right. Mahomes and the Chiefs, what does this do for them? Because they've been a superpower for the last few years. Only got one Super Bowl out of it, but they've been outstanding. How does this change what they do? Because you're right. That was a special connection, and now they have come back in the pack a little bit. On the odds boards, dropping down to five to one. I'll say this as well.
3: Uh, You know, uh, Juju Smith Schuster just got more important in five minutes. Uh, He now becomes relevant because I told you before, he was basically uh, Pringle potato chips. Uh, He took Pringle's spot in that uh, rotation. Now he moves right up uh, to the top of the heap, right? So uh, look, there's no denying what Mahomes is capable of. And I think he could have that kind of connection uh, with. Schuster. And look, I think what's going to happen, Mike, you're going to have to wait to see what betters do over the next, uh, let's say, week. If a ton of people start spending money on the Miami Dolphins, where they are now, I think they'll move up that board.
5: Uh, I agree with you. Uh, There there will probably be a couple of bucks come in, uh, and the Chiefs will have to they're going to be in the market for some wide receiver help now. I saw they were talking to uh, Valdev Scantling from the Packers. That's not a Tyreek Hill replacement. He's fast, but not a Tyreek Hill replacement. They got a lot of draft picks now. Maybe they'll look to the draft uh, to try and find a replacement for Tyreek Hill, though he is very, very tough to replace, as we know. The other deal, uh, which I thought was going to be the last big deal, was the Matt Ryan deal, Scotty. He was introduced in Indianapolis yesterday. Here he is talking about describing the last week and what it was like leaving the atlanta falcons who he'd been with his whole career
6: that has been it's definitely been a whirlwind of a week for sure uh, on my end Um, and i suppose yeah this time last week we we didn't know uh you know how it was going to shake out um i've never really you know throughout my career talked about what what goes on in the building you know i've i've always uh felt like you protect you know the organization the team and all those things and um you know i've also been fortunate that i've never been through a transaction or a roster move which is commonplace and day-to-day for for the majority of the locker room and so it was a different week it was a different experience i thought um i'm not naive i understand how this business works and and that there's there's going to be movement and so from the time uh, it started last week until we sit here today. I thought everybody handled things professionally. Um, I didn't like everything I heard, but you, know, you don't always, you know, you don't always uh, like what you hear sometimes. But they you know, were professional and handled it really well.
3: Well, what that means in Portuguese is the minute he saw that they were going after Deshaun Watson, he wanted out of uh, Atlanta. That's what that means. So all that rhetoric was about, I'm not playing here anymore because they wanted this guy over me. And then I guarantee you, uh, his wife said, you mean the guy that rapes all the women, is that they're going to replace you with him? We're out of here. And the house was on the market. I guarantee you she said it. I guarantee it. Because everybody else did. Everybody. I mean, when you think of Deshaun Watson now, what do you think of? You think that he harasses women, sexually assaults women. I mean, that's all you think about when you think of him. I don't care if he got cleared either.
5: No, I, I agree with you, and I heard the Atlanta Brain Trust, uh, they had their press conference today. Uh, maybe we'll have a little bit of a tomorrow say. They could have got more for Ryan, but they wanted to make sure that he went somewhere that he wanted to go. They were taking care of Matt by only taking a third-round pick for him to go to Indianapolis, Scotty. They were looking out for him. They could have got yeah, sure more for him. From, from no. who? From who? When were they Listen, getting more from him? From where? Yeah, because uh. the reason –
3: that, that is such – crap because the only reason they got a third runner is because he's an old man now <laughs> <Yes>. that's it
0: <laughs> it's true
5: he's finished uh very true Like he's uh, going down the wrong. other side of the mountain <laughs> as sure as i'm sitting here if
3: i'm 56 still playing ball everybody calls me grandpa what do you think they call him because in the nfl when you're 37 40 you are finished <laughs>
7: This is a whole new
3: jungle. This is the lion's share. Brought to
4: you by BetMGM.
3: All right, for all back on uh, coast to coast, we bring in Coach Young to talk NBA rack. You know, Coach, I was literally saying earlier in the beginning of the show that uh, the Warriors to me have got major issues. Uh, I-, I know that. Uh, Curry didn't play, and he's got the foot. Fair enough. That's fine. But, you know, the reality is that when they got uh, Clay Thompson back, everybody expected uh, automatic peanut butter and jelly that they were going to win a championship. And then when Dre came back with a bad back and got in the lineup, they started bragging about how they had the three of them on the court for the first time in years. And then that lasted all of about two games. Now uh, they can't beat the Orlando Magic. I mean, you can't tell me they don't have a problem.
7: Oh, <laughs> they got a major problem. Because, listen, when Clay hasn't played in, in two years, Scotty, so we're coming back this year, he has not been right. You know, Steph looks old. They got a lot of problems with a lot of the guys. Listen, last night they benched Cavon Looney after 12 games, or 12 minutes, I should say. So they really don't have a lot of depth. And it's coming up on them. And you, you think, well, well, now they're going to say, well, we get Wiseman back. Listen. When Otto Porter Jr. is giving you 14 and 15 and you need that to be within four of the Orlando Tragic, that tells you how bad it's been in Golden State. So all you people that were riding Golden State when they were hot early, I'm sure that they you guys have gotten off of that train and you've gotten on a different one because they suck right now.
3: I mean, they have no chance, in my opinion, against the Phoenix Suns, even with him.
7: No, it don't matter. They, they could they bring Steph back. They could they bring Wiseman back. Shoot, go get Tim Hardaway and Chris Mullen and Mitch Richmond and bring run TMC back. You're still not beating Phoenix because when it comes down to it, Aiton is too much of a problem for them inside. And Phoenix has way too much depth. And it can hit you in so many different ways offensively. There is no way that Golden State can beat them in a playoff series
3: yo i was in uh san francisco with uh run tmc was playing there and it was great i was there with weber uh i was there for all of that and that it was awesome and i'm friendly with uh mullen and i just used to think i mean that guy's jay was so clean it wasn't even funny that was the best they ever were and then when uh i thought when they had Spreewell, you know you know when he choked the coach. Uh, he was at his best playing basketball there. And then, you know, he obviously got it on with the Knicks. But the I thought those Warriors teams were awesome. I loved every minute of it. Uh, what did you think of Ice Trey last night at the Garden, once again, chilling off the fans and the Knicks?
7: Why did I take the Knicks? Why did I take the Knicks? Why did I take the Knicks? I, Scott, I, I thought that Trey was going to go off, and he did. But I thought the Knicks would have enough. I mean, poor Taj Gibson. I mean, what? Tibbs doing to this poor guy I mean he left his jock strap at the top of the three-point line if I would have got shook that bad in front of 20,000 people I would have just walked off into the sunset I wouldn't even came to practice tonight I wouldn't be with the Knicks in Charlotte I'd be laid up at some bar having margaritas at happy hour and that's what Todd Skip should be doing because he looked like hot trash at the end of that game last night.
3: Once again the Bulls played a good team and lost they can't beat anyone that's good. I mean, I'm done with the Bulls.
7: Hey, listen, we're from Jersey, New York City. They are straight fugazis. When they play anybody (laughs) that's any good, they can't play with them. They haven't beat anybody top three in the Eastern Western Conference all year. Back to back, it was an easy number for them, and they got absolutely boat raced by Milwaukee last night. Who decided to show up and play, of course?
3: So uh, tonight, uh, the featured attraction is Nets Grizzlies in Memphis but no John Morant. So uh, I know that uh, I'm sure everybody thinks the Grizzlies can still win this game. Uh, not on Kyrie Irving's birthday, on the road. He's only got three games left, and you know tonight he is going to go off on them with no John Morant there.
7: Bro. <laughs> Yo, he gonna go off tonight. I mean, it's gonna get ugly. Him him, and, him and the cream puff reaper, which you'll see on this, in, in a couple of minutes what I'm talking about, they are going to go off today, and they are going to absolutely get after. Listen, I know people have said, oh, you know, they're better sometimes without job because they had one little run when they went 9-1 and one without Jot this year. This is a big step up in the league. You're right. Kyrie goes off on his birthday, and so does KD. Do you think the plan
3: all along is the reality of their front office and Nash and the owner and everyone that they knew and know that uh, Ben Simmons will never play basketball this year?
7: I mean, I would hope that they thought that he could play at some point this year, but maybe they didn't. The thing with Ben is this. Ben is like almost like the added luxury if they get him back. I feel like with the way Cream Puff is playing, the way that Kyrie is playing, if we can get this mandate fixed, you're getting a lot out of Andre Drummond. You get something out of Seth Curry. You should be okay with the depth. they got to get LaMarcus Aldridge back. That gives him six extra fouls and a big that could stretch the floor
3: listen i have to say uh and you and i've had this conversation a thousand times i truly believe that uh this is about power this is about adams he's not gonna lose to nba players he's not gonna lose to baseball players he's gonna show everyone how much power he has as the mayor of new york city he's not changing that mandate and uh bottom line is is that they're i think what you said yesterday was the best they should just pay the fine every day and make him play just pay the fine. What's it going to be, $5 million? Who cares?
7: Listen, if you think about the amount of money that they would make in the gate and people coming in, I would absolutely just pay the fine. I mean, what are they going to do? You know, lock the doors and not like Kyrie Irving on the court? I mean, pay the fine and keep keep it pushing. You're right. This is all about power with Eric Adams. I mean, he's following that joke de Blasio. And it's, it's an absolute shame they're doing this right now, and they're making this political. It's not about politics anymore, people. This is about, hope. we want this kid to play ball and show the Nets, just pay the fine, and dare them to do something about it.
3: All right, Scooby Snack Time, the lion's share. Give me your snags.
7: Oh, yeah, I got the snacks today, baby. First off, we're going with Rudy Gobert over 12.5 rebounds, averaging 14.5. The season. You guys know I love them. 13.2 the last nine. Hitting nine in the last 14. Utah is second in the NBA and differential and rebounding. Play number two. We're going to D book. Devin Booker over 10.5 rebounds and assists after 10 combined the season, 11.3 combined his last seven. Hitting five out of the last eight. Minnesota leads the NBA in three-point attempts. You know what that means? Long shots, long rebounds, and they're in the bottom 10 in rebounds per game. Third, we already talked about him, Cream Puff Time, Cream Puff Reaper, over, uh, go over 27.5, averaging 29.6 this season, 30.8 the last nine games, hitting uh, hitting the last two, three, last five. By the way, who's checking him on that team? Brooks, too small. Jackson, too slow. Kyle Anderson, (laughs) too small and too slow. They can't check him. Fourth, sneaky guy here, Brandon Williams, over 18.5 points, averaging 17.2 the last 10 games. Has hit this in three of the last five. And when he gets 30 minutes or more, he hit this in four of the last five. Should get the minutes tonight. Andre Drummond, over eight and a half rebounds. Averaging nine this season, 9.1 the last nine games. Hit three in the last four. And remember, folks, he leads the NBA in rebounds per minute. And last, we're going to the Miami Heat. I, I know it's 10 and a half. Who the hell is playing for the Warriors? No Clay, no Draymond, no Porter. 6-13-1 6-13-1 against the spread the last 20 games overall. Heat are in a bad mood after losing to Philadelphia. I think they absolutely kicked the snot out of them in South Beach.
3: Wow. Uh, and what about, you know, you mentioned Booker. Who do you like in that uh, Suns-T-Wolves game in Minneapolis? I think that's going to be a, a nice spot for T-Wolves to pull off the
7: shocker tonight. It's going to be a big game. I, I got to still stick with Phoenix. They're four and one against the spread. The last five as a favorite. Eleven and five against the spread. The last sixteen road games. And Timberwolves are playing really well, but they're also three and seven against the spread. The last ten games as an underdog. I think this is a big spot. Phoenix wants to prove a point because Minnesota's on a come up. I like the Phoenix Suns.
3: And what about the Celtics
7: and Jazz tonight in Boston? I love the Celtics. Listen, what email Duck has done with that team has been amazing. The transformation over the last couple of months. Jazz are also two eight and one against spread the last eleven games of the road underdog. One six and one against spread the last eight games overall. Celtics are seven to three against spread the last ten games overall. They're playing really well. They're moving up the standings. Give me the Boston Celtics minus the points.
3: So tonight it looks like everybody's a go for Philly in Lipstick City at Crypto against LeBron. Who do you like in that game?
7: I got, I got to go with the Sixers. Sixers are 3-1-1 against spread the last five as a road favorite. They're 9-4-1 against the spread the last 14 road games. Lakers have struggled 1-4-1 against spread the last six as an underdog. I will say this. LeBron wants that scoring title. So play the points for LeBron to go over, but give me the Sixers minus the points for the game.
3: And uh, I don't. did you tell me who you're taking? You're on the Nets tonight
7: in that game? I am, I am on the Nets. I, I am on the Nets. I think they absolutely boat race them. I think it's a All point. Right. Like you said, it's Kyrie's birthday.
3: And what about uh, the Hornets? They've been hot. Do they destroy the Knicks tonight in
7: Charlotte? Why are you asking me that, Scotty? Are you trying to get me in a bad mood already? <sighs> Listen, no Randall. I the Knicks suck. They're terrible. I, I can't. I'm even wearing orange. I don't even know why I'm wearing this color. The Knicks can absolutely smoke today. Take the Hornets and the over.
3: And what about uh, the Hawks Pistons in Detroit? Uh, The Hawks are laying four and a half after they played at the Garden last night.
7: I think this is a letdown game. I know. I love them. Give it to me, Scotty. Detroit basketball 13-3 to in spread the last 16 games overall.
3: All right. uh, The Pharrell Ballers are in the playoffs tonight with the quarterfinal matchup against average Joes. And the
7: line is 13 and a hook. You're playing average Joe's. Y'all ain't average for real bowlers with the smack it down 20 point win tonight. 20 point win tonight for the bowlers.
3: I love it. All right, coach. Enjoy the games tonight. Great job, brother.
2: Sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 seven as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks and more want the edge. Then get on the grid sportsgrid.com.
3: back on coast to coast. Don't forget the uh, BetMGM March matchups contest. Sign up and bet $10 on any money line and win $200 if either team hits a three-pointer. I mean, how great is that? Bonus code SGTourney, sports grid tourney, and you're styling. The BetMGM March matchups Everybody's doing it. They just won't admit it. I know Carver High's in on it. Uh, So we pick up with uh, where we left off, the NFL, and uh, Devontae Adams is at the top of the list.
5: Yeah, it feels like the Adams trade uh, happened months ago, Scotty. There's been so many... Enormous deals in the NFL over the past couple weeks—it's crazy to keep up with. But he was introduced in Vegas with the Raiders, and I got to tell you, all these years he's been with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, Scotty. I had no idea that Devontae Adams had this lifelong dream to play for the Raiders and this close friendship with Derek Carr. Uh, pretty amazing. Here's Adams to tell you about it.
8: Once we got to a point where it was—it was something that could be realistic. Now it's not just a—you know—a thought. Um, we started trying to put a, a little bit of a plan together, and um, you know, obviously, I was still going back with Green Bay at that point, and still, um, you know, weighing my options. But um, I think we got to a point where uh, I felt like it was a it was it was a good move for us. And um, you know, obviously, I was traded, so it wasn't wasn't just strictly um, you know on us. But um, from you know, I grew up in East Palo Alto, so being that was a Raiders fan my whole life, so it is a dream to be a Raider, man. So. It's a it's a it's a dream come true. Um, in the third grade yearbook, I said I wanted to be a you know an NFL star or an NBA star, and I was wearing a, a Charles Woodson jersey at the time. So it's been documented forever. So you know I, could, I guess you could say it's meant to be.
3: Well, I mean that's great for him. I guess uh, what are you going to do? Argue with him about it? I-, I thought he had a great thing going with. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and playing in uh, championship games and, and you know, uh, no one could touch him, right? And now he's going to go try to do that with uh, Derek Carr, his college buddy. So uh, he obviously thinks he can do it with Carr. Uh, the guy's a great receiver. There's no arguing how incredible he is. He could probably do it with any quarterback.
5: I mean, are, are we done? Is that the question, Scott? I mean, every day I think that we're done and then – Another enormous move just happens out of nowhere. I I thought it was finally going to get quiet. Who knows? Maybe tomorrow we get something else in the NFL, another ground-shaking deal uh, that will change the landscape of the league. Uh, We, of course, will have to wait and see what happens there. The Cowboys have had no momentum with Bobby Wagner. He was cut by the Seahawks. Contract there, unlikely. That's basically, Scotty, because uh, Bobby Wagner, uh, he's finished. Uh, That's why there's been no momentum with him, because he can't play anymore. That's why.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not losing any sleep over Bobby Wagner. I won't deny the guy's had a brilliant career, and the guy still makes uh, lots of plays. He can still uh, flat out get after it. There's no denying it. I'm a little surprised he doesn't have a deal yet somewhere, to be honest with you, uh, because, you know, for the most part, he's better than most of the guys that are getting a lot of money. Uh, He's not going to get a lot of money anymore.
5: No, he is not. Uh, This one was interesting uh, in the mailbox this morning. The Steelers would be interested in Baker Mayfield, but only if the Browns cut him. Obviously, they would not trade for him, but if the Browns cut him, Scotty, Steelers would be interested in bringing Baker in.
3: Look, you know, I almost fell over when I saw this story. Uh, I don't think that that's happening. I I don't think the Steelers are going to get Baker Mayfield. And uh, I don't know where this came from. Suddenly uh, he's going to go play for the Steelers. Uh, Now, I mean, how many quarterbacks are they going to have? 15 on the team? I mean, they've already got Michael Trubisky. uh, They've got Mason Rudolph. They got Haskins. And they're allegedly going to draft uh, Willis. I mean, that's who they want in the draft. So, I mean, they can't possibly have room for Baker Mayfield under those circumstances unless they get rid of Rudolph, get rid of Haskins, who they just signed, and they'd have to get rid of him. And let's face facts, I mean, they would cut him because nobody wants either one of them. Uh, and then you'd have, uh, obviously, uh, Trubisky, Mayfield, and then Willis would be the three.
5: I mean, they're, they were there yesterday, of course, at Willis. They, again today, Tomlin and Colbert were at Ole Miss watching corral at his pro day. So they're clearly looking at all of these quarterbacks uh, that are coming up in the draft, so I just don't see where it would fit. I'm with you. The other part of the Cleveland thing is funny, though. Odell Beckham Jr. opened to a Browns reunion after a Watson trade. Well, isn't that just a double bird in the face of Baker Mayfield, Scotty? Now they have Watson, and Odell's willing to go have a reunion in Cleveland. Matt's just a big double bird right in Baker's face. I still
3: think uh, – I'll believe it when I see it. I still think he's going uh, back to the Rams in some capacity – We also know that he's not doing anything uh, till the playoffs at the earliest because uh, he had knee surgery. So uh, I'm not worried about Odell Beckham. And I don't believe for one minute he's going back to the Browns.
5: Panthers restructure Christian McCaffrey's contract to clear space. Clear space for what? Uh, Hopefully they can get something done. They need a quarterback. Pete Carroll says DK Metcalf's extension is a priority. This is the guy, Scotty. You want the next big trade that's going to happen? This is it. DK Metcalf. Seattle's going to get rid of him. He'll be the next guy to go.
3: Well, it sounds like the Seahawks are literally days away from going to the single wing and not have any quarterback and just run the ball on every single down and not even punt. They're just going to four rushing plays in a row, and they either get the first down or they don't. I mean, uh, if they trade uh, Metcalf, then they absolutely have nothing left offensively via the air. And, I mean, they don't have a quarterback. Haven't they been selling uh, Drew Locke? Is that who they've been selling? Drew Locke. Yes,
5: they have. Good luck. Been he did so Drew
3: fantastic in, uh, well, in Denver. <laughs> I mean, he's just automatic. You know what? I, I do believe, though, that Drew can hand the ball off to Rashad Penny and Carson well, all day.
5: That's why he'd be a perfect quarterback. for that If they want to run the single wing or the, or the wishbone, whatever they want to do, that means Drew won't have to throw the football. So maybe that works out well. I keep Drew Locke. They never throw, and they just hand off all day long. What's the other that? one they
3: call it? The wild? Co- what is it called? The other one that they oh, the run? The wildcat.
5: Wi- wildcat. Wildcat. Just, take, just send the snaps right to Penny and Carson. Just snap it right to them. You don't even need to put Drew Locke out on the field. He can go pretend to block out there like he's in a wide receiver position. Right. Uh, good luck. I think Metcalf gets traded. Metcalf will lock it. I think the Seahawks will get rid of one of those guys next. That's your next big NFL trade. Uh, So there you go. We'll see what tomorrow brings in the NFL with all of this crazy movement. It has been a wild offseason so far. Baseball, Scotty. uh, They got some of the new rules for this year uh, officially yesterday. So after telling us that they weren't going to have the dopey runner on second base, uh, the ghost runner per se, in extra innings, now it's back this year. And the reason it's only for this year, Scotty, is because with the – shortened training camp, they really don't want to extend anybody and play long games early in the season. So they want to make sure the games end. So that's why they're going to put the runner at second base uh, for this season only. I mean, give me a break. uh,
3: Well, Malcolm Butler just went back to the Patriots. You remember him in the Super Bowl, obviously. He just went back to the Patriots. Uh, And as far as that uh, ghost runner goes, I have to say, I mean – was that not the dumbest thing you've ever seen in your yes. life in baseball yes. last year? I cannot fathom that they are going back to the, that nonsense. I mean, it is just, you know what? You might as well have just left the seven inning games and the runner on yeah. second. I mean, why, why play nine innings? Why? Well, I mean, why not? If, if baseball is so slow and so boring, make it a five inning game and have runners <laughs> on the corners at the start of every inning. Then we can really get freaky. I think the runner on second is the dumbest thing I have ever seen in baseball. And the fact that they left that G damn shift in for another year is just, I mean, get ready folks. Uh, after all that fighting for a hundred days over money, which by the way, since the lockout ended, they've spent $3.2 billion on free agents. So they have no money problems. What they have is a game problem. They're going to play games, uh, with runners on second and extra innings. They're going to have a universal DH and you're still allowed to have the shift. So what that means in Portuguese is baseball still sucks and everybody's making more money than God and nobody can hit 220. I mean, is that not, Does that not sum it up? I mean, it really does.
5: Yep, it sure does. Uh, The amazing ghost runner. And now here's the other new one, Uh, the Otani rule, which is going to allow Otani to stay in the game at DH, even after he comes out of the game as a pitcher. And I love Manfred. He's such a fraud, Scotty, that instead of just coming right out and saying that they're making this rule for Otani, he had to go and put this little uh, cheese on the side that was like, well, we want to encourage more players – you know, to do this, to pitch and to hit now that we have the universal DH. We, we want to encourage this in the game. You don't want to encourage it. You just want to make sure that Otani's out there getting his four or five at bats every night, Scotty. That's what it's all about and not encouraging other guys to do it.
3: Well, I mean, uh, I won't deny that he's the MVP and I won't deny that uh, no one else does it. I mean, there's no one else that does it at all in baseball. So... Uh, I mean, I don't even know why they made a rule. They should just let him do whatever he wants because, I mean, he's the face of baseball now. He really is. Who's bigger than Otani? Everyone wants to watch him hit, and everybody wants to watch him pitch. And so uh, I don't even see why they made a big issue out of it.
5: And I don't have a problem with that, but like you just said, he's the MVP, he's the only one that does it. That doesn't mean you can give it to him every single year. You can't go sitting there every year and giving him the MVP because he pitches and he hits. So hopefully they get that out of their system uh, this coming season. uh, The MLB writers who vote for that. A lot of arbitration deals yesterday, as was the deadline. Mets avoid arbitration with Alonso, one year, seven point four million. Jays with Guerrero Jr. He gets seven point nine. Trey Turner gets a cool twenty one mil from the Dodgers. Juan Soto seventeen point one. Red Sox with Devers, one year. 11 million. But the Yankees and Judge, Scotty, uh, they will not have a deal. They will go to arbitration. This is just the start of it. You know, they already haven't figured out an extension. Now they're going to go to arbitration and argue over, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars. This is the start of the potential Yankee and Aaron Judge divorce coming after this season, Scotty. This is the beginning.
3: Yeah, I just don't believe that. Uh, I don't believe for one minute that even the stupid Hal and, uh his brother, sister, whoever the hell else, uh, isn't the brother dead now? Uh, didn't he die? Yes. I can't keep track yes. of everything in that family. Uh, not, you know, Hal—he's not even stupid enough to let Aaron Judge leave New York. That's not happening. They're gonna give that guy a 300 million-plus deal, as sure as I'm sitting here, and. You know as well as I do what player doesn't go through arbitration. You just rattled off ten guys that did it yesterday. He's gonna do it, and he's gonna get somewhere in the neighborhood, in my view, of uh, eleven to seventeen million a year, because uh, Soto got seventeen, right? Well, then he' gonna get somewhere in the middle of that. Uh, he knows Soto, uh, but he's right next door to him. I won't be surprised to give him fifteen
5: i wouldn't put anything past the yankees at this point uh when it comes to them and and the way that they're uh being very uh conscientious of their books uh the blue jays may be interested in brett gardner god Scotty, they can have him by all means uh they want to have brett gardner what a little proven leadership in the locker room for the young kids in toronto wanna bring brett gardner in go ahead scotty i'll drive him up there he wants to go let's take him he is the biggest waste of money ever we're back for El Coast to Coast here on a Wednesday. Carver High here with you. We'll get Scotty back in the mix in a couple of minutes. Uh, we'll finish off the baseball with the win totals for this season have finally been released. Of course, I wait all off season for this. We get through spring training. We wait for the win totals to come out. The Dodgers, of course, are at the top of the pile. 99 and a half. Give me the over right now, baby. We're gonna pencil that one in. Dodgers are gonna go nuts this year. The Yankees and the Mets both at ninety-one and a half. The Padres eighty-eight and a half, and they're gonna miss Tatis as we know for at least the first two months of the season. The Blue Jays at 92 and, a half. and I had the Pirates up there for Scotty. I'm gonna to have to circle back to that when I get Scotty back uh, at sixty-four and a half. Now the Dodgers are of course at the top with the ninety-nine. The White Sox. Are actually the second highest total. Uh, the White Sox are at 93 and a half right now. Then the Blue Jays at 92. There's a couple of teams checking in at 92 here as they these just got put up on the board. Toronto and Houston at 92. With the Braves, the defending World Series champions, uh, they are sitting at 91 and a half. So the thing that sticks out to me immediately is Dodgers, maybe a little light with 99 and a half especially with how good they're supposed to be. Uh, they've gotten over 100 the past couple of years. I think that that's a good over to take a look at. The Mets and the Yankees having the same number immediately off the top. Now, the Yankees haven't been 91.5. That's a low number for the Yankees. It's been a while since they've been that low. So even though we sit here uh, and we scream and yell about how the Yankees have done nothing, the Yankees, uh, even they'd probably still win 92, 93 games and lose in the first round. That's just the Yankee way. Mets got to be over at 91 and a half. All that money the Mets have spent, got to be an over. Uh, That's for sure. And I like the Blue Jays too. The Blue Jays 92 and a half is also very enticing. All right, Pharrell Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High here. We'll get Scotty back in the mix in a little bit. Hour number two. We keep rolling on the grid right after this.